Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazingly interesting, entertaining, and always inspiring and inviting world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark. Ha! Good morning. I'm. It, it's morning for me, so I'm saying good morning. And um, I, when, really, whenever you are um, landing on this conversation on this show, I'm grateful that you're stopping by, and thank you for the contribution you are being to this conversation that we're about to be having today. Um, whatever day it is for you. <laughs> um, but for today, it is actually, wow, it is Friday, the last day of, well, the almost last day of June. So, well, it is the last day, Friday the 30th. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's just amazing, like, what has gone on just in the last week. So, <laughs> Um, it's kind of incredible, this thing we call time, and it, we don't have to be at the effect of it, and it's still, you know, it's quite a, it can be quite a conundrum <laughs> to play with, so, um, oh my goodness, so if you have never joined us before, uh, whenever you're joining us, if this is your first time, thank you so much for coming to play. Um, if you know nothing about this show, it is Living Beyond Linear, and what we do on this show is uh, we play with all things about stop asking your life to make sense. Uh, what is it that we can find that actually would free us from the craziness of trying to figure out our life if we were to just let go of all of our expectations of what our life is supposed to be like, look like, um, the the things it's supposed to turn out as. And if we if we just let our life start showing up for us and to us, and I wonder how amazing things might become, how exciting things might become, how much more fun our lives might become if we were to be choosing more of that. <laughs> more fun, less making sense. And so uh, it's not about not being present in your life. Actually, it's about just that. It's about getting present in our lives. And oftentimes when we're asking it to make sense, we're not really being present with it or to it because we're already trying to project our conclusion of what it making sense should be like. So <laughs> here at Living Beyond Linear, we're playing with letting go of all of that and actually getting into what really and truly is available to us that could be empowering us to be creating and having the lives that really light us up. And I have the amazing privilege of getting to play with a number of people who are choosing things that are lighting them up. And I got to tell you, it's really amazing to witness. And it's also a lot of fun <laughs> to to see people and witness people really choosing into more of what really works for them and choosing into more of who and all that they truly are. And um, wouldn't it be nice if we could be doing 
that, if each of us could be doing more of that, willing to choose more of that. And in case you're hearing my co-pilot for this show, <laughs> that's Lily, and she has been known to, uh, I think she's almost on every single show we've done. <laughs> I call her my co-pilot in consciousness, and she's also my co-host, basically. Um, she's been known to move some energies when things start to bubble up, so uh, you, you'll get to hear her contributing to the conversation as well. Um, so yeah, what if it wasn't about things making sense? And how much more sense could it actually make to us, to you, to me, if we were and when we choose to let go of what making sense is? See, it's that interesting thing that when we drop our expectations and our uh, conclusions and whatever it is we're trying to project onto our life, that more often than not, things actually start to show up in a way that totally does make sense to us. But it's just the way that it makes sense to us in many is often the case. The way that it lands in our own universe uniquely uh, applying to our life. But sometimes we have to kind of get like whack the weeds down <laughs> to let that come through. So we play with all kinds of things uh, having to do with that here on Living Beyond Linear. And if you would like to stick around for a little bit, you are welcome to do that. And you're also welcome to join us in the chat room. All you have to do is uh, jump onto any on any page on the Inspired Choices Network channel. Uh, you can actually look for the blue bar near the top of the screen, and you'll see the word chat room. Click on that. You can give yourself uh, your name or anyone else's, whoever you feel like being that day, and join us. We have fun times in the backstage area. That's what we call it. It's, it's a virtual room that you can uh, participate with us during the live shows, and I love to uh, play with the conversations in the chat room. It's one of my favorite features about this platform here at Inspired Choices Network. Um, and it's a fun way to, to ask your questions, submit your comments, however you want to participate uh, if you can't bring it on the air live. And if you do want to bring it on the air live, uh, you can find the numbers to call in anywhere on any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. So, wow. <sighs> if you know nothing about me, <laughs> my name is Keisha Clark, as I said, and I am a happily unconventional change agent. Um, I am an intuitive medium facilitator and body worker. So I bring all of that together and I play with all of the energies and uh, include all of those energies in the creation of um, change and um, uh, what's the word? It's so funny because today's topic is actually about words and the word that I'm looking for is not quite coming through. Anyway, I'll nutshell it for you. I love to play with and communicate with all of the energies to create something different that actually does work for each of us. And that's what I get to do as a facilitator, as a medium, as a body worker. So I like combining those things. And um, and that's kind of how I play. So huh, it's it's... It's not just the things that we can see and touch and all of that five sensory world um, that that we can actually tap into. It's actually a whole lot more than that that we can play with, and that's where I like to play as well. So, ah, okay, let's just take a breath. There is quite a bit going on. My morning got started off with a surprise <laughs> this particular morning, and I kind of let it throw me a little, and so I'm getting 
not back, I'm kind of getting forward into, okay, what does today's conversation really want to be? So what the heck are we talking about today? It actually is um, our, our, I don't know if it's going to be our final show inspired by a movie or a song of some kind, but for the month of June, we were playing with, we've been playing with um, in, topics that were inspired by some movies that I have grown up loving. And so this week, the movie that popped <laughs> is one of my total faves. It's also kind of, I've heard it referred to as the Wizard of Oz of our generation, meaning those of us who were like having fun in the 80s. Um, so <laughs> it's called The Princess Bride. And uh, all of those of you who that who might know what I'm talking about, you were probably very familiar with the character Inigo Montoya. And one of the lines that he had in the movie is, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> and that's our topic for today. I do not think it means what you think it means. And of course, in the movie, he's referring to another character who is using a particular word a lot. And it's not a word that absolutely that, that really applies in the moments that he's using them. So the word that this, character, this other character is using is inconceivable. And he says it in all of these interesting moments. And so finally, at one point in the movie, Inigo turns to him and says, you keep using that word. Now, Inigo is, of course, a, a Spanish swashbuckling kind of fellow, and he's played by Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> so for those of us who remember what Mandy Patinkin looked like then, it's like we were all very paying very close attention to Inigo Montoya. And so at this point, he turns to this char- the other character, and he says, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. And so there's a meme also that you can look up on YouTube and you can actually hear uh, Mandy Patinkin deliver the line as Inigo Montoya. He does it much better than I do. Uh, But it's just hilarious to me. It's funny how that is one of the lines that anywhere, anytime I hear it, um, I just laugh. It makes me laugh. And I love the movie, of course. I'm sharing it with you. It's one of my faves. Um, and it's one of those lines that can kind of also snap me out of my crunchy mood or my 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 grumpy moment or a moment of that I might be stressing, you know, or trying to make something fit or work or whatever. It's one of those lines that I can just hear it in my head and it makes me laugh. So um, do you have things like that that kind of help you kind of um, – get present, get out of that energy quickly, get out of the crunchiness quickly when you're having it. Um, what do you allow yourself to play with and what what movies or songs um, work for you? I'm just curious. That's something you can kind of share if you want. And in the case of The Princess Bride and the line, I do not think it means what you think it means, <laughs> we're going to play more with words today. Um Last week, we were talking about a spoonful of sugar. We were talking about Miss Mary Poppins and her master capabilities as a manipulator. And she was using words in the course of some of her manipulations. And she was manipulating uh, for the greater, to, to create greater for herself and for the children who were in her care. We were talking about um that manipulation is not necessarily a dirty word or an awful thing, that it can actually be used uh, to create something pretty gosh darn amazing. And so going along with this manipulation, we we often are using words to cast our spells, to manipulate the energies, to create recipes uh, for something amazing. And sometimes we're <laughs> able to be 
cognitively present with that, and sometimes we're not necessarily. And it's maybe not always required even that we cognitively know all of the correct words to say. So today's show is not necessarily about getting the right words. It's it's about um, more of really getting into what is the energy of the words you are using. So we are playing with, yes, the energy of words. And do you notice when people say things or use words that they mean something particular to them? Like I know I have words that, that they mean something for me, but they're not always necessarily the most grammatically correct <laughs> because you might perceive a totally different energy of the word they're using. And so how aware are you uh, of what you are creating with your words as well? And are you willing to know? That's a big part of this. Is Are we willing to know what we're creating? Are we willing to have our awareness of the words we're using, of the, the, the phrases that we're using, of the energies that we are putting into motion with our words? And that's also where I play with the word spellcasters, um, which that's kind of sexy to me. <laughs> so... Um, so what words have you been willing to play with and what words have you been unwilling to play with? And are there some energies in the words that you've pl been playing with that are actually maybe creating obstacles for you? And are there some energies in the words that you've not been willing to play with that could actually open up way more energetically um, in your life, in your world, in the way you create your life? Um, that would actually allow you to have a whole lot more fun. So oh, my first disclaimer is today's conversation, really none of my conversations on Living Beyond Linear or, or pretty much ever are about having an answer or a right selection. Um, so just so you know, there's no test. <laughs> there's no, you have to use these specific words. I'm not going to tell you what words you're supposed to be using. Um, what I'd like to do is really look at what are some words that come up for us that um, we can look at, okay, what is the energy of those words? Um, I know that there are some buzzwords for me that I hear and I kind of still, in some moments, I kind of wince um, just because they're very popular words in the healing circles, in the metaphysical communities, um, in the new thought era. <laughs> so, um, and probably one of the biggest ones for me is the word passion, which is a word that's used a lot. <laughs> in many, many places. Um, and I hear people use that word. And even before I started to really look at that particular word, when I heard the word, there was something there. It was like, it was one of those words that I would hear people use it or I would see it on some kind of a, you know, slogan or something. And it was just this really, really subtle, very what I would call tiny little something like almost like a grain of sand, almost kind of like uh, Princess and the Pea. Like there was just something, teeny tiny, but it was definitely there, that it was like it didn't quite go with with what I knew they were trying to to convey. And then probably, I don't know, uh, within the last decade, um, as I started to play more with words, um, I passion is one of those words that I I looked up, and and this is another interesting thing that we have. And you've if you've heard my shows before, you've probably heard me talk about this. Our words are, are we have our 
modern dictionary, and then we have um, a reference that I love and use often is the online etymology dictionary. Because um, it's not just about how we use the word today. Even though we have words that we use today in a certain way, um, a number of those words actually have applications that were used centuries ago that in some cases actually might be to the total contrary of the way we use the word today. So I wonder. <laughs> so the word passion was one of those words for me. And when I actually looked it up, it was interesting because it wasn't so much about a zest for life, which is where the energy that I get that a lot of people are are applying it when they're when they're using that word. They're trying to apply it in in with that kind of energy as a an excitement and a a zest, you know, a, a real something. But for me, what was always coming through was something that was rather unpleasant. And when when I looked it up. <laughs> It was it was kind of interesting because it was like this also speaks to what are we aware of, right? And what do we um, what do we know about the words that we're playing with? Um, so in in really, it's it, this is also what's funny to me is all you, with the reference of with technology that we have nowadays <laughs> with Google. Even though in this particular moment I'm a little bit irritated with something to do with Google, but I'll get over myself. Uh, with with the online etymology dictionary, with things like with references that we have at literally at our fingertips, um, or literally like on our lips, because how many of you are now already using voice activated search feature on your devices? So it's like we have we have right here in our capabilities um, different references to play with, and and all you got to do is say the word or type it in, and you see these amazing things. So when I enter passion on the online etymology dictionary, it lets me know in the very first sentence, from the late 12th century, it actually is referring to the sufferings of Christ on the cross. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, um, but that's that's just not fun. There's not a fun energy to that for me. There's not like a zest for living kind of energy in that energy. <laughs> so it's very interesting because I kind of get like this tilted puppy dog head sometimes um, when I hear people use the word passion. It's like, oh, it just turned the energy of what you were presenting sort of like sideways or it tilted it, you know, that it's it just it's like it doesn't land with that yes for me. Now, if it lands with a yes for you, totally fine. Please don't stop using the word just because I'm using it as one of my examples today. Um, I'm just noticing that's one of the words that really jumps out at me when people use it. And um, I know that there's a lot of stuff about your living your passion and your purpose. And that's awesome if that really like lands for you in a way that motivates you and or inspires you. <laughs> we could talk about those two words. Um, and if you have been one of the people who, like, when you hear people say things about passion and purpose, that, like, you wish you could be as excited about that as you see other people being excited about it, <laughs> but there, there, there's something there for you, well, maybe if you just ask yourself, what are you aware of? Or ask your body, wow, what is our awareness here? And what if what you're aware of is that for you, it doesn't really work if you're putting on one of your target boards to be living your passion and your purpose. Because living your passion 
would it, to me it almost translates or one of the ways that it could translate is living your suffering now that just doesn't excite me at all <laughs> so so that's what we're going to play with more of is are we using words and applying them in a way that actually energetically is almost creating like a a, a a closing off or a shutting down or a, a slamming door in our l- creation of our lives. And really, the whole thing today is about if we're willing to be a little bit more aware of where and when and how we're doing this, what else could we be opening up? What else could we be allowing to open up for us so that we actually have avenues to create that that don't have a whole lot of avenues that are wide open and a whole lot of fun for us to travel along um, in the creation of our life and in the receiving of our life. So, yes, we are going to jump into more of this when we get back from our first break. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear with Keisha Clark, that's me, here on Inspired Choices Network. (laughs) We'll be back in just a moment. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613 613- 800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Hello again, my friends. Welcome forward, sideways, back, whichever, to this next segment here of Living Beyond Linear on Inspired Choices Network. I'm so grateful that you're coming to play and I also wonder what's coming up for you with um, your own words. Are you having some awarenesses? What are some words that pop for you that you might know that you use, that you might have an awareness of already that you're using? Um, Or what are some words that you notice uh, that you hear other people use? Um, So we were talking about the word passion as one of my examples in the first segment. And um, (laughs) another word that, uh, that came up for me was when I hear people talk about or use the word manifest or manifesting. And um, I think that that's another one of those words that it's, it's a certain tense. It's like the, the T N S E the context rather that we are applying the word in or attempting to apply the word in. And I find it fascinating um, that a lot of people actually use it as a verb. And so again, I'm I'm going to refer to the online etymology dictionary. 
you really should play with this. It's a whole lot of fun. If you're a word, a word nerd, or you don't really have to be a nerd, but if you love the energy of words, if you love to play with the energy of words, you might check it out. Um, so there actually is a verb tense of the word, and it uh, originated around the late 14th century, uh, according to this our reference here, Etymology Online. Um, and it meant to to spread as in one's fame, uh, to show plainly. <laughs> so, so I I don't I, I don't know that that's exactly the way that um, people are applying it these days. <laughs> but but that's one of the that's part of the original application of the word, the original use of the word. And um, as an adjective, um, it also is from the late 14th century. It meant uh, clearly revealed, or uh, and from the old French word manifest, uh, it, it also applied as evident, palpable, as in you can put your hands on it. And directly from the Latin manifestus also was plainly apprehensible, clear, apparent, or evident. So um, I think that this is one of those fascinating words because essentially when we're when we're using the word manifest it's it's more of a how like what is manifesting as the indicator or the example of something else like um chickenpox can manifest uh, are a manifestation of a, the virus the 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 little sores on that we get are manifestations of chickenpox i don't know why that example always comes up for me <laughs> Like it's not a very cheery example, <laughs> but for some reason it is. I, I, it could be part of my bodywork background, <laughs> but anyway, not to be morbid. Um, but uh, you could also say that uh, money is an energy, and when we talk about manifesting money, that can be some. What happens for you? Let me just go there. When when I say the phrase manifesting money. What do you know about that? Like, do you? For me, what goes on is there's this interesting little like glitch. It's almost like this little hiccup, okay? Um, and I hear a lot of people talk about manifesting money, and and I get that what they're talking about is money showing up in their life. But when they're saying something about manifesting money what I'm aware of and what I perceive very often is that the use of those two words together and the way that people are often using those words together is actually creating like this kind of confusion. It's almost like this question mark. And I'm not saying that we're confusing the universe. Uh, what I'm aware of, though, is that it's one of those places that we might be sending kind of a afraid signal and not afraid, as in fearful, a frayed signal, as in a fraying of the line of something. Um, it's so interesting when you start playing with, <laughs> with words, and I'm aware that um, when you're listening to some of what we say, too, it can, it can sound like we're saying totally different words than what we're actually saying. So it's, I'm also having some awarenesses about that. So how does it get even better? So when you say the, the phrase manifesting money, what does what are you aware of and what if we played with our awareness of that money can show up in a myriad of ways 
So if you let allowed in your awareness, if you were acknowledging that different items can actually be a way that money is manifesting in your life, do you start to see the difference of that? Like, how is money showing up in your life? And I'm, again, it's just an example that I've, I've kind of pulled out of the ethers. Because I, I get that and for a lot of us in our universe, money is something that's it's kind of up there. It's kind of very much present in a, on a daily basis for a lot of us, right? And, and for many of us, not necessarily in a fun way. And for some of us, in a really fun way. And I wonder if a part of what creates the not so much fun is when we're holding a particular point of view in our in our world about money like i need to be manifesting more money what if the universe is sending you lots of different forms of the energy of money it's just not necessarily showing up as cash or gold or diamonds <laughs> are you willing to be aware of how you are asking for money to show up are you willing to be aware of the spell casting that you're actually doing? Because when we're speaking these words, we are bringing energies forth. And for each of us, and here's where I find it truly fascinating, for each of us, we have these recipes of energies that we be for whatever lifetime we're playing, right? And we have so many Points, we, we have so many, I want to say beliefs, it's not, exactly the, it's not exactly the word, but it's so many of the things that we buy into uh, mentally, okay, that, that we're carrying around, that we're not necessarily acknowledging what the influence of those things is um, on our communication and on our creation. So... That's really one of the underlying things here about words. And it's not just about that we're trying to get a result with the words that we're speaking. For me, what I love to play with and what I am inviting you to play with is more of your enjoyment of the words you're using and how are you using them. A lot of us learn to use words to try to force something. And this ties into last week's topic about, around manipulation. When we, we think we know how to manipulate, right? So we're going to use the words to get what we want, typically is what we see playing out. And uh, a beautiful, <laughs> well, there's lots of examples of that. I don't need to go into what examples I'm, that come up for me. But <clears throat> what comes up for you? Like, who do you know, or or even with yourself? How have you been playing with the words you play with to put them forth into the world to create? Because it's one of the methods we have of creating. And it's really one of the primary methods that we use to create. Whether we're choosing to be aware of how we're using the words and what we're creating with those words or not. So part of my excitement is we actually can have our awareness of our words. We actually can, um, what is that? We actually can be these artists 
with our words. We can be sages. We can be um, musicians. We can be these. We can actually create amazing creations with just our words. And a lot of our performing artists are brilliant examples of that. Uh, look at Rumi, one of the the poets that is quoted probably daily around the world, at least once daily. Um, Khalil Gibran is another one. What they were putting together with their words, uh, Marion Williamson is one of our modern people that a lot of a, a lot of people uh, look to her and her work. And what is part of her strength? It's her words. The way she puts her words together, people just go, yeah. So what if that is a part of how each of us could be creating dynamic change in our lives and having dynamic creation in our lives is to play with, okay, what are the words we're using? And when you're speaking, you will have just that, for some of us it's just that hint, that kind of whisper uh, of a of a something when you use a word, when you speak a word or a phrase that you intuitively know that in your awareness there is that little teeny tiny little flag that says, oh, you could, you could actually change this. You could actually modify this. And that there, there is a, another word or a different way to convey that idea or that energy that could actually resonate more strongly, more, more, um, e- with more ease for you relative to who you are and what you're capable of. That when you shift what you're saying just a little bit even, that it creates a dynamic change in what you're able to say, how you're able to say it, and who is desiring to hear what you have to say and receive that information. And this is also a part of co-creation. When we are playing with the words, we're playing with the energy. So it's kind of like we act, if you were just to look at energy as its own entity, right, and ask energy, okay, how do you desire me to convey you today? And what would be fun for us to share? I mean, this is something we a lot of uh, the hosts do with their shows. Uh, and you, I, I know a number of, because I'm also a producer here on Inspired Choices Network. <laughs> I'm a lucky girl. Um, and I get to be in on a lot of amazing conversations. And I, I'm also, because we, we have our, our few minutes before the shows begin that we're doing all the pre-show check and we call in and we check things and we're having a little bit of conversation. And the majority of hosts, um, the majority of those conversations every time, every week includes, wow, what does my show desire me to say today? How does my show desire me to invite people to uh, to more of this, you know, or to how do, how can I be a greater invitation? It's things that are along the lines of how does the energy of that topic desire to be expressed? So what if you were to approach your joy, your life, your bliss, <laughs> and or your frustration even with that question? How does this desire to be expressed? And how can I express this in a way that actually 
is true to, to me. So how can you express your words in a way that is actually true to you? And this is another place I see us get tripped up, is we start to use words that we hear our family say. We, we, we just sort of adopt words that have been used in our, in our family, in our community, in our group, in our whatever. And oftentimes, when one person uses a particular word, it, it might resonate for that person because of really what, they, um, what they're choosing to believe, who they're choosing to be at that time that it might resonate for them. But when we adopt that word and take it on and try to use it, it doesn't quite create the same thing for us. And this is part of the thing in, in sales as well. Like, I am not, I'm very clear, I am not a good salesperson. You do not want me to just do cold sales for you because I. it's awful. It's really, really not fun. And it, you would probably, we'd all starve, <laughs> right? <laughs> because I am not able to simply take someone else's words and say them to try to convince somebody that, that X product or YZ product is is what they need, you know. I'm no good at that. <laughs> now, I can tell you, however, when I'm excited about something, when I find the things that I absolutely love or that I think are so much fun or I'm getting to play with people I just totally adore that it lights me up, oh, my gosh, you can't shut me up. I would tell the whole world how amazing it is. And, yes, of course, they would want to play with that or they would want to acquire one of those products, right? So it's 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 – we. If you're trying to take on other people's words, this is also an invitation I have for you today, is would you be willing to be aware of where you're using other people's words and and not really letting yourself find out what are the words that you resonate with? What are the words that when you use them actually convey what you're truly trying to say? The energy we express in in the way that I kind of it lands visually for me is it each of us speaks our words onto the canvas of our life. And so are you using words that are basically putting all kinds of colors together to create something yucky? Or are you using words that are bringing the colors of you into the world for people to see with even greater clarity. Now, another part of this is we have no control of how people receive our words. So it's not about necessarily trying to find the words that are going to create certain results, which we also talked about in last week's topic with manipulation. It's not necessarily about trying to find the words to create the specific result that you think should be created. It's really more about finding the words that really resonate for you. So the word joy, the word beauty, the word bliss, um, those words really resonate for me. When I say those words, I know that there's an energy there that is so um, so what I am aware of and so like who I am. And I love using those words. Um, Sex is another one of those words for me. There's just a joy in using the word sex. And for me, sex means something very different than what I'm aware most people mean when they say that word. And sex is also one of those way beyond linear topics that we can play with. <laughs> um, 
And I hear people use the word sex often to mean something that I'm so aware of that energetically it is it is creating something so different in their world than what they think it's creating. Um, so how aware are you willing to be of the words that other people are using and what that's creating and the words you're using and what that's creating? And are you willing to allow your awareness to actually contribute to you? Yeah. That's another place we kind of get stuck sometimes. <laughs> We're not willing to let our awareness contribute to us. We kind of like try to do that bull in the china chop thing and just like bulldoze right through the conversation or bulldoze right through the energy that the word, a particular word might be creating. And sometimes... Um, it creates just a big mess, <laughs> right? <laughs> so so what can we be doing in those moments when we're creating a mess? <laughs> That's something we will play with when we come back from our next break. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark, your host, and I'm grateful that you are here today playing with us for all of this word extravaganza as we as we dive into, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> and we'll be right back here on Inspired Choices Network. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> All right, my darlings, welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm, as I said, grateful um, for your participation in this conversation, for you bringing the energy of whatever's going on in your universe uh, and lending it to this show and for the awareness that it is popping in many of our universes. So, um before we dive back in, I just want to share a couple of quick things that are going on that I'm also inviting you to. And uh, the first one is this Sunday, July the 2nd, 2017. Um, if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I would love to see you at the Dallas Psychic Fair. Um, you can go to the DallasPsychicFair.com or you can actually scroll down on this replay page if you're hearing it as a replay and you can find the link to uh, to see how to join me there in person if you'd like to just come say hi. You can be looking at all kinds of amazing creations, beautiful jewelry, amazing um 
skincare, beautiful, fabulous people, all kinds of neat little snippets of different modalities you can play with for your body and your brain and your life. And if you'd like to do a reading, you can actually receive a reading from myself or any of the other readers there. But I would just adore getting to see you. Um, It's so fun when people come by and say hi. I love that. And it's so fun, super, super fun when people come to my table and have a reading. So um, if you're there, if you're going to be around this weekend, the the July 2nd weekend, um, I would love to get to see you at the Dallas Psychic Fair. Um, Also, I am doing something kind of, this is a new creation and like I have no template for um, specifically like, I don't know, for sharing this, but I'm doing something a little bit different, thanks to a bit of nudging by some of my dear friends. <laughs> um, and what I'm doing is, in case you haven't heard about a song that I released earlier this year, um, I'm actually uh, inviting you to purchase the song. It's called Global Embrace. Um, you can also click a link on this replay page to get to uh, the SoundCloud record preview of it um, and you'll find in there a link to buy it on cd baby and if it blows your hair back or sideways or even a little bit forward (laughs) you can purchase the song and i am inviting you to a special event with me if you would be so kind as to take the time to put a review on cd baby um, to put a, a like and a and perhaps even a repost and a comment on soundcloud and or share it on facebook and I'm creating a, a yummy event. <laughs> thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, Wendy. And thank you, Christine. I'm creating a yummy event um, to um, say thank you, actually, uh, for all of those of you who are willing to play with me in this way. I would love to uh, invite more people to the song. I would love to be inviting more people to um, to be enjoying whatever the song is desiring to create for them respectively and collectively and i would really love to know what what people's feedback is so i'm really curious to see uh what you might want to share and if you're brave enough to do that then i am inviting you to an evening with me it will be an online event and i will be treating uh a special audience invite only um to an evening of some, I'll be doing some gallery readings and I will be also doing some of the phonetic toning that I do. Um, And if you have no idea what that is, I encourage you to consider purchasing the song Global Embrace and uh, and then following some of the, the links to leave some comments and share the information and then you'll get an invitation to join me and that will that event is actually now going to be near the end of July <clears throat> so for any time through the month of July if you purchase the song and you give me a review and some feedback and share the love um you'll get on the invite list and if you purchase the song and you do not wish to leave your email uh, if you want to purchase it anonymously then all that I ask so that I am aware that you've made the purchase is that you email me a copy of your receipt so that I can put you on the invite list. Um, So that is Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. And again, if you have any questions, just scroll down, click on the link that uh, that waves at you and or email me with questions and I'll be happy to help you work through any of that. So yay, how much fun can we have (laughs) sharing Global Embrace, sharing um, the song is about uh, in part really each of us 
choosing into more of who and what we truly are, embracing that, and what could we be creating around the world as more and more of us are choosing that. I perceive that many more of us are choosing it, and I am excited to be an invitation and a catalyst for even more of that to be taking place. So that's my invitation to you as well. Um, so back to, uh, we, we're going to, we've got a few minutes and what I'd really like to talk about in, well, what is asking to be talked about in this few moments is um, when we kind of have those experiences where we are aware that we're not really creating what we thought we wanted to create with the words that we're using or with the way that we're using them. And we kind of start creating a mess because we go into resistance and we we try to like barrel through rather than take the clue from our little awareness flag and and then like allow ourselves the space to take a breath, to regroup, to redirect, to repurpose, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, so are you willing to let yourself off the hook when you have the awareness that what you're saying that how you're conveying something is just not landing. Now, this goes hand in hand for me of how willing are you, how willing am I to be aware of what others can receive from me? How willing are you to be aware of what others can receive from you? Um, some people, there's only certain things they can hear, and I'm saying air quotes, and some people... Uh, have their own interesting points of view. Well, pretty much all of us have our own interesting points of view about what we're hearing. And so when you perceive that that some people might be having reaction to things you're saying rather than being in a place of being able to respond, um, what can you do? What can you do for you in those moments to be more space and that is really a clue right there is let yourself have a moment to ask a question for you. You don't have to ask it out loud. But the first thing maybe is just the really one of the basic tools is take a breath. Would you be willing to just take a breath? And sometimes it's rough. And I even do this on my show and a number of shows. You guys have heard this. <laughs> Some of you might be more aware of what I'm doing than others in those moments. But oftentimes I'm kind of going off in one direction with the course of the conversation and I have an awareness and I'm like, oh, okay, let me take a breath. So take a breath. You're actually literally getting oxygen to your brain, which can be very helpful <laughs> and productive. And you're also allowing your body to come off of the adrenaline just a little bit. And you are then allowing space for what else is possible in those moments. Now, you don't have to do a whole lot. It's just, again, your willingness to shift course, to shift the energy, okay? And it also doesn't mean that you have to change the the, the topic of the conversation drastically. Sometimes it's just, oh, ask a question. Okay, what am I really trying to say here? And I say that out loud sometimes. You've heard me, uh, if, for those of you who've heard others of my shows. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it's just easier to say it out loud. Okay, wait, what am I trying to say here? Okay, 
uh, or what is a better question I could ask here? Or, um, okay, hang on, that's not quite where I was hoping to go. Let me see if I can reframe this. And what that does is it allows the intensity to disperse as well. Um, but this is really about for you, the person who's speaking, <laughs> for you to be able to take a breath, for you to be able to get connected to you, reconnected to you in some cases, or you know, just be able to get go forward into more of your awareness and have the presence of mind, as people say, but also I'm aware, have, have the total presence or more of the total presence to then be able to speak forth the energy that you desired to speak forth. <laughs> that sounded so funny to me. I just went into almost medieval talk there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And <laughs> for you to be able to speak the words to convey the energy that you desire to convey. So just what I just did, right? You, there's so Oftentimes, there's so many energies moving and there is so much activity going on energetically that you are aware of. It gets really intense. And in those moments, it's so easy to say words that you're not trying to say. <laughs> and it's so easy to use words that don't exactly mean what you want them to mean or that don't exactly really mean what the point you're trying to make. They don't apply in the way that you're using them. So the moment you become aware, what if you just gave yourself a break and gave yourself some space and let yourself kind of laugh in those moments if you can and then take a breath and then try again. Come with new words. Come with new energies. Okay, Bring something new into the, the exchange. And when people are using words that you perceive uh, are not the words that really represent what they're trying to convey, what if you also just be space in those moments? What if those are also the moments you can take a breath and be in your awareness that, okay, that's a word that, that doesn't really land for me the way they think it's going to or the way they think it should, and I can still choose to be present here. So really being present and allowing the energies to show you what they would like, how they'd like to be conveyed, that will give you the advantage every time, no matter what the outcome looks like and no matter if it makes sense or not. And that is my desire to, to empower you and invite you to more of the empowerment of you this week. So have a great week, everybody. We got to go. I adore you. Thank Mwah. you for listening in today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in Living Beyond Linear.